Welcome back to another episode of the Momentum Shift podcast. In this episode, we're uh, going to just have a general discussion on the NBA and uh, the NFL draft and where things are going to go. We're going to do a sporacle quiz, and we're also looking to uh, continue with our NBA pick'em. So without further ado, let's, let's get straight into it and uh, start with a pick'em. So with last of the last time we did it, it was um, April, April 1st. And all these games, we had the same results except for Pistons versus Grizzlies. So uh, what was the result of that game? Um, so the results of that game was um, the Pistons and Grizzlies. Um, yeah. That was... Um, wait. Second, um, I think it was I think it was actually Pistons and Wizards, which means um, well, Pistons Wizards, and the Pistons won. So I guess you get the point anyway. So okay, so I think yeah, it's probably Wizards. Yeah, let me just edit this. Do you remember a game being postponed or no? Okay. I'm not sure. Then I won this game. So as a result, that puts me up to five and you're still at one. So yeah. Nice for me. Not so much for you. So, but anyways, let's see if you can reverse that now. We'll move on to our, our next slate of games today. So we've got uh, Raptors Nets. I'm going to go with the Nets. I don't know how many injuries they have, but they're winning games. So. Yeah, same. Pacers, the Harden injury is a big step back. Pacers, Thunder, the Pacers are garbage. Sort of the Thunder. I'll still go with the Pacers. Yeah, I got the Pacers too. Wizards, Warriors. Just thinking about how good Steph Curry's been. I don't see them losing this game. Although I maybe see Russell Westbrook going off or something, but I still see the Warriors winning. Let me take the Wizards. Actually, I'll take the Warriors too because Steph Curry is just like. He's been really hot lately, so. Okay, so 76ers, Suns. I'm probably going to go with the 76ers because I watched the Suns play a game a few nights ago. I think it was against the Bucks or something. And with Giannis gone, they, they were struggling quite a bit. So, and the 76ers, they also struggled against Steph Curry, but Steph Curry's, like, been the best player in the NBA for the, the past few, for the, uh, for the past few days or weeks. So, nothing to shame about that. What about you? I, I got the 76 list. I just don't think the Suns are that good, even though they're the second seed. Okay. Uh, Cavaliers, Bulls. I'm going to go with the Bulls. I just think they're a better team. Same, especially with the big pick of Lucevic. This one would have to go with the Jazz. Knicks, Hawks. I'm actually going to go with the Knicks. They've been winning a few games. And then, actually, even though the Hawks are a much better team than Stan, it's like the third seed or something or the fourth seed. The, the Hawks are 32 and 26, and the Knicks are 32 and 27. So they're actually really close by. I think the fourth and fifth seed. The Knicks winning a lot of games. I, I still think. Yeah, so I got the Hawks because okay. I don't know. I think the Knicks win streak has to end at some point. So okay, I'm gonna get the Spurs. I, I think the Heat are a better team, but I have to. Uh, both of my favorite teams. So. I'm gonna take the. I think I'm gonna take the Heat because, um, yeah. Maverick, I'm going to go with the Mavericks here. They have the best player and a better team. Simple as that. Yeah, same. 
So uh, Trailblazers Nuggets. I'm going to go with the Nuggets here, even though I think Jamie Lillard's a great player, and I think he, there's a good chance he could end up winning this game for them. But I'm still going to go with them. This one's tough because Jamal Murray's out for a while. But oh yeah, Jamal season, I think. But <laughs> I I think I'm still going to take the Nuggets because I think Jokic has been really good lately, also. Okay, so this game I'm going to go Clippers easy. And this one I'm going to go with the Kings. But you, I think this one's going to be the Clippers as well, and then I think this one's also going to be the Kings, right? I'm taking Timberwolves. They've actually been pretty good lately with Carly Towns and uh, Yajra Russell back. Like, not good, but like... Okay. Yeah. And these two games didn't have the same. All of these ones above, we had the same, so... Okay. So those three games were different. And that's how we'll differentiate. So let's uh, move on to the next segment, which is our Sporkle quiz. And we haven't done the quiz yet. So let's uh, show you no previous attempts or like that. So we'll do it now. And uh, three, two, one, yeah, start. So these are, I think, playoff leaders. No, they're just NBA leaders. Okay. So I guess uh, I think it's by last name. Just parish. The normal names. What? Games of parish, for sure. Um, okay, Steel, Super Field Wars, Curry. What? Abdul Jabbar. Abdul Jabbar. Armalone was there. Uh, who else was there? I'm just going to start. Nowitzki. I already did Larry Bird. Johnson. Chamberlain Nowitzki. What? Uh, Chamberlain and Nowitzki. Um, Wait, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk scored a lot of points. Yeah, Stack or O'Neal. Um. Okay, let's keep going then. I guess. Uh. Who's Hayes? Who's actually a joke? Right, let's see the oh, free throw percentage. So we got Steve Nash, um, Ray Allen, three point field goals. Have you put Harden? Yeah, Harden's there. Thompson, they are Smith, JJ Reddick, Joe Johnson. Swendy. Already, well, let's, let's go through the games points and these things. So let's go. Oh, yeah, that should be easier. Oh, Vince Carter, Vince Carter. You know, a lot of games played. Okay. We have to do rebounds as well. Rebounds. So, okay, I'll oh, think Bill of... Russell, what? Russell. Bill Russell. He was in blocks as well. Okay, he, oh, yeah. I'll, 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 he, you do rebounds, I'll do assists. Let's try and get through them all. Um, Dwight Howard. Howard. Barkley and Matumbo. No, Matumbo. Uh, yeah, and Barkley. I'll put Dennis Rodman. Assist. Oh, Paul Pierce. Yeah, he was games and points. 
but Patrick Ewing. He barely made the rebounds list, but he did make it. He could um, be out of it. He might, he might already be out of it if this list isn't updated. What? Like, okay. whenever this was made. Keep going. Uh, assists. Who's number two in assists? I can't get that in my... I think it's Jason Kidd, but I'm not sure. It's Jason Kidd, right? The try Jason Kidd. Yeah, you're right. Nice. And then fourth is Mark Jackson, I think. Yeah, nice. Um, let's keep going with assists. I am sort of For game, I think Jason Terry is after Garnett. Oh, okay. Do some games. Um, already put Miller. Uh, here are the things below that we can keep looking at. You want put Harry Irving, Kyle Korver, um, Chris Middleton, just like big one D, one D. But radically one D. Yeah, should be somewhere. You know, he's too young. Durant should be somewhere. Is he? Yeah, yeah was, he should be. Threes. Um, but Ben Wallace, Ben Wallace for blocks, yeah. Three point field goals is after Jason Terry. Try, try Reddick with one D. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that actually still his name? Isn't his name with two Ds? Try, yeah, I think so. Try, try Chauncey Billups. No. Okay. Try. Oh, Jamal Crawford. Might be there. Okay, yeah, we got, we are almost done with threes. Let's look at steals and blocks as well. Steals and blocks. Already been Duncan, right? Yeah. Try Murray's cheeks or Mo cheeks. Those for steals. Or chip ball. Try Drexler. Drexler. Try Thomas for Isaiah Thomas. Oh, what the Isaiah Thomas just came up actually. He's on free throw percentage. Okay. Um, Try Gasol. I don't know if there's a Gasol, but there might be. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect. I, I, I had no clue how Gasol got that many blocks. Let's go back to points. This one should be easier. Uh, he did. Huh? Yeah, points should be a lot easier, right? Because we have Duncan. A lot of points is harder. You put Carmelo. Carmelo. Okay, he's up there. I already put Durant. I put Paul. Do you put yeah. Iverson? Yeah, Iverson barely made the list. Uh, Vince Carter. Who else? I put O'Neal. I put Bryant. I put. Well, try, try um, try English. Okay, we have two two left for points. Games we also have who will look like who I try try Dominic Wilkins by the way last one that I can remember I think. Wow, he scored a lot. Yeah. Wait, how do you spell Julius Irving? I think it's E E R W. No, it's not working. Nope. Try Jerry Lucas. That worked. What 
Try Nate Thurmond. T H U R. That went somewhere. I think it's right for rebuild the box or something. All right, for three point field goals, try Wesley Matthews. I think it's with two T's. There we go. Try Kyle Lowry for threes. No, there's no to be found. Where do try, we... try, try Iguodala for steals. I don't really know. Um, it's getting hard now. Maybe Manute Bull for blocks. I don't know. Who? Manute Bull for blocks. Nice. Maybe Jokic is in there. Oh, no, it's okay. No, it's too, it's too much for him. Maybe yeah. Nick, no. Who's above Duncan? I think. What? Who's above Duncan? Like, who's Fortin Seals? Oh, Gary Payton. Nice. Like Sean Kemp or someone. Free throw percentage is going to be really hard because, like, it could be like random shooters. It could be like random, like, bench players. I like, put a lot of good shooters, like Reggie Miller and all that. I can't take the. How do you put Mark Price? I don't even know who all these guys are. Right, Calvin Murphy. Nice. Um, we already put Hakeem. We already put, put Pippen somewhere. Pippen's already there. Oh, try, try uh, Mark Eden for Bucks. E A T O N. Nice, nice. I'm trying to think of like old current players for like free throws or threes or something. So I already put like JJ Reddick and all that, but. Bryce Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. This is getting really hard now. So go back up. Is there anything else we're missing up there? Do you know how to spell Andre Kirilenko's name or something? Is that AK-47? Yeah, but I don't know how to spell his name. Assist. We have to think of, like, quintessential point cards through time. I already put Roberts in. So... Try Bob Cousy. Let's think of old people like Average. I got him in points. We got points. Penny Hardaway. Okay, we got Tim Hardaway for like two, I think. Okay, let's, let's just do rebounds, assists, and games right now. Uh, for games. Try, try Silas for rebounds. Paul Silas. Nice. Um, we already put Moses and Carl Malone. Uh, all right, try Derek Fisher for games. Let's play a lot of games. Okay. Try Deron Williams for assists. What? Try Deron Williams for assists. Well, Buck Williams kind of too. I, I wouldn't have got There's that. There's no actually. way we would have Buck Williams. Yeah. We just start spamming random, random last names. Right, try Muggsy Bogues versus. I don't know. This is getting really hard now. Try Sean Marion for steals, maybe. Dang. 
Aaron Heist Ballad. Try Rick Berry for free throws. I'm never seeing his name up there. Try Calderon, like Jose Calderon for free throws also. I remember that one season where he had like 93%. That's why I thought it was. Oh, he had like 99% or something that season. Oh. But I think he, he, he only had like 150 free throws or something like that. Like barely above the limit. Right. I apologize. I don't really think he would be up there, but maybe. You already put like Kevin Durant in like current all time grades. Giannis would be too young to be on anything. Yeah. I'm so stumped. I have I've got no clue about any of these things. What about Ron Artest? Who's Meta Sandy for Artest? World. Who's that? A Meta World Peace, maybe? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, try it. Try it like fat lever. Kevin Steels. Archive called. Probably um, Larry Nance's dad, like Larry Nance the first, whatever. Kind of a block, yeah. Who's that guy under JJ Reddick? I can't I figure know. it out. Who's under, wait, who has many blocks? I try Alonzo Morning, maybe. Um, who's under Shaq, though? Let's just let's just go through history's like best shot blockers. We already put Howard. Ben Wallace is already there. Uh, already put Duncan Garnett. Did you put um Artis Gilmore? You put Ben Wallace. Where do you put Ben Wallace? That's why I'm sort of struggling through all this. Mikhail should be somewhere. No. You like James Worthy? Try, try Oakley. We had we had him in rebounds. Okay. I got Sean Bradley. Try Nate Robinson. No, I already put the name Robinson. Oh, for um, Dave Robinson, probably. Yeah. Um, we feel like Nate Thurman already did that. Hi, Ron Harper. But yep. Derek Harper and Ron Harper. Nice. I think of like older basketball players for like blocks and steals, but drawing planks. I go up, go up. Who's this? Yeah. Why West on sub? And then rebounds. Who played so many games? Like, 
For me, you must have played so many games that I can't think of right now. All right, well, whatever, I guess. Her? Oh, Steve, her, her. Okay. So a lot of this was Kevin Willis, yeah. Rod Strickland, Scott Kyle, Bill Sherman. Terry Porter. Is that Pornishek? I didn't get that. The new Gallinari. I forgot Gallinari could be, like, on this list. These are all pretty hard ones, like. I guess Bob Pettit, we should have gotten that. But other than that, these yeah, are all pretty but good. Um, we we could have got Gallinari, but I guess we wouldn't no. have thought of him. No, no one would ever have thought of that. We we got all the good like current day guys though, we, which is we, good. We did we did 178, which is 90 percent, which is better than the average of 57. So yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think we did better than I would have expected. All right. Well, um. Do you want to talk about the landscape of the NBA? Let's talk about the NFL draft. That's coming up soon. All right, yeah. So, um, with the first pick, I think Trevor Lawrence is the easy pick because... More like what teams like, do because I sort of, like... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, what do you think that, or like the Patriots, for example, are going to do? So, I mean... They have a few options, like they they could go for a QB, but I feel like with the contract they gave to the Cam, I think they want to try out Cam for one more year and then maybe. But I so I think if they want to like give Cam a chance, he was going through like he had like every disadvantage and he, he wasn't he wasn't terrible. I agree, a lot of things weren't great, but he wasn't like terrible. And they beat some good teams last year, they got a lot of help and. I feel if he, yeah, given the money he's being paid, I think it makes sense to to go with Cam. Exactly. I think I think they should give him a chance this year, and um, if they want to, I think they should draft a wide receiver to give him that chance because they got Hunter Henry and um, John D. Smith in free agency. So he's really he's too like really solid. I think what ends. they should do is they should take a quarterback if one like falls in their lap. If they get one of those like project quarterbacks or something later on. Then, then they should take him. But I don't think they have any business trading up to like pick number six or pick number eight or something to get him because that'll cost them like another first round pick and like a third round pick, which doesn't make sense. Exactly. Um, and like even if you get the quarterback with Julian Edelman retiring and like you wide receiving core not being that solid, um, you're not really giving that quarterback the best chance they could have anyway. If you're gonna quarterback so you should I think you should try to focus on getting wide receivers or something that can help the quarterback out you know what I mean yeah I mean we have the best corners in the league and then the defensive line isn't good the linebackers aren't that good but the corners are still the best safeties are good problem with the Patriots right now I think in my opinion also is they they have the Bills and the Dolphins in their division and the Dolphins just picked up like Will Fuller and they they're just getting better from last year and they won 10 games last year I think Obviously, we'll go one and one against the, the Dolphins. Obviously, there's no way either team wins two games. I think the Bills could be like a slight threat, but I think I feel I feel the Bills are going to get destroyed. Honestly, in one of the games, I think one game would be close, and then maybe the Bills win. Oh, that I'm game. not. I'm, I'm not saying like just like the head to head. I'm also just talking about like just a total amount of win no, games like won because it's like a bunch of tough games. 
No, because like let's let's say you guys win ten games. If the Dolphins win eleven and the Bills win like twelve, then you guys are still gonna be the third like team in your division, even if you would be like the first. Like even though if you would have won another division, but like, I mean, ten wins should be enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but you might have a disadvantage, like as like being like the thick in terms of seeding and all that, right? Because yeah. you, you you're like the Chiefs first round or something, which you don't want. Exactly. Right. Just, just think about like the Chiefs think about like uh, the buy team, but you never know. So yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs are either going to be the one or two seed in this. Like Mahomes gets injured or something. I think I if think he, if, ever, if most people stay healthy, they're they're almost like a lock for the one seed. But yeah, um, what well, do you like talking about? Yeah, so just the NFL draft. Um, do you think that the the Forty Nineers should take a quarterback at number three? Oh, they're obviously taking a quarterback. It's not it's not a question. Like you don't give up that much capital if you're not taking a quarterback. Because like, oh, do you, do you think they should take the quarterback? Like, it's obvious. There, I mean, who else would they take? The only guy that you could throw in the top five, whatever board, is that tight end. But they have George Kittle, so it makes no sense to to take. What, what, what about a what about an offensive lineman? They don't need an offensive lineman. No one's going that high. They had like what the sixth pick, right? right? Um, I I think they had like the. They had yeah, the they 12th had, pick and traded up. No, they had the 6th pick. They had the 6th pick, and then they traded that to the... No, no, Dolph- Philadelphia traded that to the Dolphins. Okay. And then, still, the 12th pick. Like, you can still get, like, probably the second-best offensive lineman in, in the what do, you, what do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo, then? What? What do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo if you draft a quarterback? You him for, like, a second or a third. Yeah. See, the... If I was a 49ers, I, I would trade him before the draft because um, he's like, going to go down a lot. Because, like, let's let's say there's a team that wants to trade quarterback in the draft. If they see Jimmy Garoppolo is available, they might take like they might trade for him instead of. But when, once the draft happens, a lot of teams will fill their spots, and then it'll be hard to trade Garoppolo because a lot of teams wouldn't necessarily want a quarterback. If you know what I mean. The other option is to like draft like a draft like a quarterback. Like, for example, um, just like a quarterback that you can use on the bench, like Mahomes or something, and then have Jimmy Garoppolo start for the year, maybe bring that quarterback in at the end of the year or something like that. And... I don't think that's a good idea because it doesn't make sense to destroy his trade value that much because if if teams realize he's just like a temporary solution and whoever you draft is the long-term plan, they're not going to give that much for a guy who they know isn't like a great player. Maybe you're right. Um, I'm gonna trade him. I trade him now. What do you think that the? What do you think that the? Um, the offense should do with their first round pick. They have a sixth pick, right? Yeah, I think they should. Honestly, like I think they should just draft the best player available where they're at because they picked up Will Fuller. They have Devonte Parker for their tight ends. I mean, and they have Mike. Like the sticky, so I think if Kyle Pitts, who's like the really big um tight end prospect, if he drops to them, that's a easy pick. I think maybe they take an offensive lineman though, because so, they they're giving two a chance this year, and I think if, they want to protect the him. Super Bowl taught us anything. It's that the offensive line is arguably the most important thing after the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, you had the, you, had, you had arguably the best quarterback of all time with some of the best receivers they were. And I'll admit, the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense looked amazing. They, they, by the end of the year, they were the best in the league. There's no debate about it. No one cares about the stupid Rams or anything else. They were by far a better unit than them. But the and I, I but it's, it's like they just got destroyed because of their offensive line. Meanwhile, they couldn't touch the, the Chiefs defense. They had their own problems like penalties and all that in the Super Bowl, but they couldn't touch Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, um, the problem I think the other problem was that the Chiefs receivers weren't able to get open, which goes back to your point about the um Tampa Bay defense being really good and um. Since the Chiefs defense wasn't that good, the, I think the best receivers were able to get open quickly. Somebody was able to release the ball fast. But Mahomes, um, like since Mahomes receivers weren't getting open, he wasn't able to find anything and then the pocket was already crashing. So he had no choice but to keep on running until you he was look, able to find at, it. You look at yeah. like an NFL defense, it's like a constant game sort of. It's like, can your receivers, I mean, can your like defensive backs hang with the receivers in time for, in time for, the the line to get to the quarterback because that's inevitable the receivers are inevitably going to break free of coverage from the quarterbacks they can't they can't stay there and meanwhile the offensive lineman can't permanently block the defensive line so that's that's also inevitable they're, they're getting to the quarterback eventually so it's sort of like just a race to the thing can can those guys get open before before the defensive line gets there or can the deep or can those the, the backs like stay glued to them for long enough for the for the defensive line to get there? I feel that's like sort of the race that happens on defense. Yeah. Um what do you think about the pressure that's gonna be on Trevor Lawrence to perform like as soon as the year starts? Like all the eyes are gonna be on him because he's like this like this like insane like number one pick kind of like Zion where like everybody like hypes him up like since like high school. Yeah, but like, it's gonna be really hard for him to. Joe Burrow, but he tore his ACL. Completely forgot about Joe Burrow. Like, yeah, I mean, see, the Bengals had the fifth pick, and I think for sure they're drafting an offensive lineman. So you have to learn from your mistakes. Yeah, the the Bengals had the worst offensive line in the whole NFL last year. Like, Joe Burrow got sacked like, like a historic amount of times, and they need to give him some kind of um. Like to make him successful, they have to give him an offensive line. Like we just saw in the Super Bowl, where like his offensive line isn't like um, blocking. No matter how good the quarterback is, they want Joe Burrow is not Patrick Mahomes, and you saw what Patrick Mahomes had to deal with. Like it was, it, it was sort of sad. It was like every single play he was just running around. It took him like. And also, um, one thing that was not really discussed was um Andy Reid's son like got into like an accident the night before the Super Bowl. So maybe Andy Reid was like also like. A little bit distracted like during the Super Bowl which could have caused like some scheme problems because like Dolphins and I made so many like mistakes that were easily like detected like if you're the coach you should have said like uh, um whatever Nanaba can see was is going to come down the middle and then he just walked right through and came to the home so maybe like the distraction of Andy Reid's son being um I mean you never know could... but like yeah it's just like it, it, I mean like there's, no, there's nothing that, like the Super Bowl yeah. wasn't anything luck. They were just the, the Buccaneers were just a better team in every yeah. facet of the game. So, no, the, the, the fact that they had Tom Brady and they didn't even need Tom Brady like just shows like 
especially so against they, the Chiefs. Oh, like, they needed Tom Brady because they needed like, like Tom Brady is like what makes him the greatest quarterback of all time. It's what he does off the field. His game, like similar to like how like a LeBron or someone morphs it, where they change who they are. Like, like he like he can like since he's so experienced and so old, he can probably like diagnose what needs to happen, and he can just realize, okay, this is a game where I just need to hand off the ball, throw quick passes. And just not turn over the ball and let my defense win the game, like the Super Bowl that year, uh, when the Patriots' defense was like historically good, and then uh, basically this last Super Bowl run as well. And then there were games like the Super Bowl they lost to the, to the what was that thing called the Eagles in 2018 or 19 or something. The and that game he had like 500 something yards and he almost brought them there. So it, it, he like was able to diagnose. That okay, that's that's a game where I need to like take deep shots, do all that, and meanwhile this is a game where I just need to play it safe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's um pretty much it. Actually, I I wanted to ask one more question. Um, what do you think about like? There's been a lot of talk lately about the fact that the um, NBA shouldn't have started the season because they didn't. Because they didn't really give the players enough chance to like get back into their um, game, and, and as a result, a lot of players are getting injured. Like this is the most injured season of all time. So, do you think that was like a mistake by the NBA or not? I mean, I don't think it's on any one person in particular. I think yes, maybe they should have done that. But like, I remember like reading news articles around that time where a lot of players were saying we'll do it after Christmas or things like that but I think what was being said at the time was then you're you're like TV rights are going to clash with the Olympics and things like that and then you're going to lose a lot of money which the NBA lost last year anyways so I, I sort of feel it's like a at the end of the day it is a business so they did what they had to do to keep their money I think also that the NBA has been losing a lot of money lately because a lot of people who used to um, pay for to watch NBA games now use like um, unpaid like streams, which um, yeah. like is this gonna be a lot of money as well? So yeah. So yeah, things like that happen. I mean, I don't think they made a mistake. They had to save their bottom line, which was profitability. They, like like all these things fade away. It takes second. They play second fiddle to making money. It is a business. So I don't yeah. think. It, I mean, it, it sort of is on the players. Other than like Jimmy Butler and LeBron and all that, all these a lot of these guys had long rest. Like like the Nets were out for like over a year, especially like Kevin Durant and all that. And all the other teams, all the other playoff teams were leaving much sooner. So. Yeah. And plus, yeah, for of, sure. Look at it. A lot of the best players now. Are, are decently young. Like, of course, you have your... Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like Luka Doncic, Jokic. And these people, they've got so much time left that they, they like, need rest less than, like, a LeBron or someone. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wanted to say something interesting. Um, Joel Embiid, who's, like, who some people consider to be, like, an MVP candidate, even though LeBron's in after the last month, he still had more games played this year than Joel okay. Embiid. I don't get how that works. I think I think Embiid has just been injured so much that this season him being injured less by his standards is good enough for most people. Yeah. Like it's, sure, it's yeah. injured more than everyone else. 
but because it's less than what he's, he, he normally does, it's still better. I think they're still going to get the first seed um, because with Hart, I think with Harden being um, out, he had like a step back, a setback the other day with his injury. So he's probably going to be out for a pretty long time. I don't think the Nets are going to be able to like, they might win a lot of games, but they're not going to win enough to like take below the Sixers in my opinion. So, yeah. I think if you're just looking from a talent perspective, the Nets look like really unstoppable because they had, um, what's it called? These guys are injured. And like last night, it was just Kyrie Irving on his own. He didn't even drop a 50 or something. And they still beat a really good Pelicans team. Or not really good, but they're like, they're able to, they're, they've got good talent, two all-star caliber players. Zion Williamson might even be like a top 10 player or like in that realm. So they're able to but, um what happens when they get James Harden, who, who probably is a top 10 player, and Kevin Durant, who is probably a top five player? No, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like when Kevin Durant has been playing lately, I feel like there's something wrong, but I feel like he just doesn't bring the same impact that Harden does. Like, I feel like when Harden plays, it's like an, it's like an automatic win, but when Durant plays, I still don't know. But, yeah, I mean, he's still in minutes restrictions, so once he gets back to normal, then yeah. But... This I think this game shows like whenever one of them plays, they still win because like these all three of these guys can like win on their own. If that makes sense. So I have an interesting question for you. If we go back to last year's playoffs, there was no discussion. Anthony Davis was the best big man in the whole NBA. He was the best defender. He was probably the best offensive player, or he was he was like far and away the best player, the best big man. And most people would say he was the second best player. I mean, same goes for LeBron. But now that they've both been gone for so long. And other people have like sort of stepped up their games. Do you think those two are still like the best at like the best big man, the best player, or do they have something like to prove? Like, have they sort of like lost their thrones or something, and someone else has taken it, and they have to come back? Sort of like what LeBron did, uh, where like people said Giannis was better than him and all that, and then he sort of proved. I mean, it. I mean, I think, I think, I think LeBron proved it last year in the playoffs that he's the best. Like, and he's been proving it throughout his whole career. But for Anthony Davis, um, I mean, I think. If you just look at like, if we just pick Anthony Davis or Jokic, you you might still pick Anthony Davis just because he's Anthony Davis, but and he just um his defense just brings like the edge in my opinion, but um like there's a really big debate right now I'd say with Jokic because of how good Jokic has been playing this year, like I think he's averaging like 27, 11, and nine or something like that, which is like insane numbers, and he's a center, and. I think he's him and Curry are like the two um, biggest MVP candidates right now. So yeah, but I I think I think if you look from a talent's perspective, like I would still take Anthony Davis if he was healthy and like hundred percent. Like last year, Anthony Davis basically, I might still take him if you're just picking a five v five game or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like I think especially with LeBron injured. I think it's quite evident Steph Curry is the best player in the whole NBA. There shouldn't be any discussion, especially given how he's playing. You don't think it's, you don't think Harden should be in that discussion? No way. Because I, I actually think that when Harden was playing this year, it was like his best basketball of his whole career. Like I, I, when yes. I was watching him, like I thought he was the best player in the NBA. Okay, it's good from the only way it's good is from the perspective they're winning. I mean, he has a decent amount of rebounds and assists. But he's scoring twenty four points per game in the last. He's scoring. Like, he's scoring. Scoring twenty, scoring twenty six, forty points per game, and he's his shooting is like is like is like fifty eight, fifty ninety, 
which is insane. I know, but in comparison, Harden is like 44, 34, and 87 or something, which is nowhere comparable. No, Harden, Harden's averaging um, 25, 8, and 11 this year on 47, 36, 87 splits. And, like, I don't know, Curry, um, obviously Harden has a better team, but Curry's averaging 31, five, um, 6, and 6 on 49, 43, 91 splits, which is – the shooting splits are better, but um, I don't know. I just think that – I don't think Harden deserves to be in that debate whatsoever. Like, the best player. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's so much better. Like since he left the Rockets, like when, when I was watching him in the Nets, I was like, I was like, how how did he become? He's in the Rockets last season because the few games he played on the Rockets this year, he was garbage. He wasn't even like a top fifty player. So, do you, do you, do you think he's just like? Do you think he's he just like motivated, out of shape, whatever you want to say? But like. On the Rockets, but 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 when he came to the Nets, he, in my opinion, I just think he's he's been better. He's more motivated, I think. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, you like at this very moment with Harden being injured and Curry on this like streak. If let's say Harden's not injured and he's playing at the same level, there's no debate. Steph Curry is better than right now. I I I don't think so, but yeah. No, there. Come on, there's no, there's, there's no way you can make that debate. Just look at how he's playing. Yeah, but like, like it, it's, it's like such a short streak. Like, I, I don't know. I just think that it's, it's been um, like, been like. I mean, even if it's such a short streak, it's long enough that things matter. So with the win against the Seventy Sixers, he, I, I, I don't know if I told you the stat. Uh, in NBA history, uh, Clay Thompson has the second most games. With ten plus threes made, with five last week, Steph Curry had four. Yeah, I mean, I, I think no, it's it's a shooting aspect, but then I think Harden brings that playmaking aspect. That's just like, but I, I mean, how much how much better could that be than Steph Curry? Because Steph Curry's playmaking goes beyond just like passing it. He does like he has like a way bigger like gravity and things like that, and I think. I think even in playmaking, if you want to give Harden the edge, it's not like a significant edge. I I think it is a significant edge, and I think I think Draymond does a lot of the playmaking for the Warriors as well. But I don't know. Exactly. So it's sort of it's not that Steph can't do it. It's just that he's doing more of the scoring, which makes sense because if you're the best scorer, why would you try and playmake as much? Like you should like if if you get the ball X number of times, you should try and score the ball higher percentage than keeping it like 50-50 playmaking on that. And I'm pretty no, sure I think usage or something. In terms of usage, Harden would be significantly higher than Steph Curry. We can just check that quickly. Uh, uh, let's go to advanced. Maybe, yeah, I think it should be an advanced. Usage percentage. No, it's not here. It's 27% in Brooklyn. Is he crazy? It's twenty-seven percent in Brooklyn. Steph Curry's usage percentage is thirty-three. Steph Curry is a higher usage percentage this year. No way. Yeah, he has he has a seven higher usage percentage this year since Harden joined the Nets. But when Harden was on the Rockets, it was it was way lower. Exactly. So, so like that, he, that actually helps him. No, I'm saying it was it, that hurts him because that distorts the average. Oh, okay, but but like, 
I don't think it could change by that much. And Harden's 26.9, Curry's 33.6. So, I mean, I so look, look, he has more win shares. He has a higher box plus minus. He has a higher offensive box plus minus. He has a higher value over replacement player. He has more offensive win shares. He has, okay, not, neither of them have many defensive win shares. He has, he has a higher PDR. In, in every advanced stat, he's higher than him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe um, I just like, I, I mean, I didn't watch this MC Sixers game and I was watching one of the Nets games in the area. If maybe I have it like biased, but yeah, I'll turn into a Warriors game and I'll see it. Like he came in with seven or like with seven minutes left in the game. The Warriors were down one. He scores 20 points, doesn't miss a single shot, and brings them the game. Like that's just I don't know. I don't know how you how you say that's not the best. And the 76 was the best team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but Ben Simmons isn't playing, right? Who's their best I mean who's their best defender? But he did the same thing against the Nuggets. And the and... I know, but... Yeah, I mean, wait, was that was that the game? Was that was Jamal Murray playing that game? No, he, he's been injured. He's out for the season. I I don't when did he get injured? Was it a week ago maybe? I don't know. I think it was like practice or something. I don't I'm know. Gonna, wait, I'm gonna watch the Warriors game tomorrow and I'm gonna um tonight, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, tonight. Oh yeah, tomorrow for you. Never mind. Mr. Wizards, and I'm gonna see. Um, is there anything else you want to? What do you like? Do you think? Do you think Zion? I mean, not Zion. Do you think Giannis deserves to be in that conversation, or do you think he needs no. to get a jump shot first before he's able to? Huh? I think if you look at it from a stats perspective, and you don't watch basketball, you just go to Basketball Reference. Yeah, he does. But just looking at the eye test, and now it's it's like, is it gonna be? I, mean, I actually, I actually think he got better this year. Even though I, I don't think he does between the conversation, I think he's like the fourth to fifth type right now. But exactly. um, but like he, he has all the advanced stats, and I still think he got a little bit better this year, this year than he was last year because like, there's nothing about him that excuses now. There were no excuses last year, and so I mean, so the excuse I guess you could make this year is if he doesn't make it to the finals, the Nets are there and the Nets are better. But well, I, I think I think this year is the first year he has no excuses because I mean I mean not the first year but this this year. This year he has Drew Holiday and last year he had Bledsoe. And if you look at the way Bledsoe performed in the playoffs last year, like it was like really bad. And to cover up for Giannis, he like the, he 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 choked in the playoffs a lot. Okay, but if you don't have a team around you that that can support you, you're unless you're LeBron. That's like I don't. The whole point. The team was there. They were like they were historically good in the regular season. What happened in the playoffs? But, but like. Like is it is it Giannis's gonna, fault that his teammates didn't perform? It wasn't Giannis in the playoffs. He still played equally as good. The team around him. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying it's only Giannis. But I mean I'm not saying it's it wasn't Giannis at all. But I'm saying that like if his teammates stats got worse, that that's not only on Giannis. Like that's that's on his teammates too. But if you're if you're the best player and the offense runs through you, if your stats get worse, everyone's stats get worse. It's like a chain reaction. And last year, the, last year there was no debate because the the year lost to the Raptors, you could say Kawhi's a better player than him or something like that, and he just lost to a better player. But I mean, is Jimmy Butler really on the same level as Giannis? No way. So 
Like this year, I think he has to at least pass the eye test. He can't be stopped. If they lose, they lose only because Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden just score the ball too efficiently and too at such a high volume that they just yeah, can't. Like, kind of like what Donovan Mitchell did last year against the Nuggets, right? Exactly. Like, that's, 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 that's like exactly. an insane series. He everything in his power. He can't score like 20 points a game or something like that. Like, just yeah. And I'm fairly certain if I just looked at Giannis's stats at face value throughout the playoffs, he only played like eight or nine games. And I think even in those games, he, he, a lot of those games were against the Magic, who were the worst team there in the whole bubble, probably. So that sort of distorted his stats, probably. He was probably as dominant as he was in the regular season. And when a good team like the Heat came, his stats were probably far, far worse than what the averages would say. Yeah, um, do you think we're still on our way to the inevitable Lakers Nets finals? Depends on their injuries. The, the Lakers, I think the, 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 the Clippers are going to heat up, but if they, they, they're going to have a, like a tough second round matchup. And I think, um, like I, I, what we saw last year, they have to show that they're with the Clippers. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a character test. Like, what are you going to do now? Like, because they're, I think their team is actually they picked up Rondo, they traded Lou Williams for Rondo, which I think was a really good pickup because, um, in the playoffs, I think you need like the defense and the passing because you already have your um Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, Ibaka. Yeah, you already have like a lot of guys that can play. So it's just a thing that there are so many like threats. Like last year, the Mavericks damn well could have given the Clippers run for their money. And those teams are still there. The Suns are a lot better. The Nuggets are still there. All these teams can still, like, give them a serious run. Exactly. Like, I think... Sort of feels, I think sort of the, I don't think the Nuggets are... I mean, to me, I don't think the Nuggets are going to be able to beat the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. I think the Jazz... I think that if the Jazz play them... The way it works, the hierarchy is, if the Lakers are at their best, like LeBron and AD are back, no one in the West can stop them. Only the Nets can stop them. And if the Nets are at their best, I don't think they're stoppable. You you don't think the Clippers can beat the Lakers? If they're at their best, if those guys are injured or something, then obviously they could even sweep them. But like, I think the Clippers, I think the Clippers have won like uh, eleven out of the last twelve games or something. So they're starting to heat up. But maybe you're right. uh, um, Who won the championship last year and who failed? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, like obviously the the Lakers still have LeBron and AD, who are just like. Like one of the best people of all time, if not the most like talented. Just like I don't know, but um, one thing that was really interesting is um the Lakers are the five seed, which means the Jazz would actually probably play the Lakers in the second round, which is actually really tough for them. And then I don't think I, I think I think LeBron would make quick work of the Jazz. I think the Suns. I, I think in trouble, but not the Jazz. I, I, I don't think the Suns are even good. Like I think the Suns. Could lose like the Suns very good either. I think the scary team is the Nuggets. But the Nuggets are not Murray, so I I think that makes them actually no Murray was if if like Murray from last year returns, then the Nuggets are like no every like for last year's Murray's been really good in the playoffs and like even though Jokic is like a really good player, like honestly without Murray, I think Murray was their best player. Like, I I mean, like you can say that, but I I don't know. I think Jokic still ran the offense and he might have ran. but last year's Murray was their best player. He he was he was just unstoppable. Um, but see, the other thing is like the other team's defense may be focusing the on the Jokic. They're, they're giving Murray the bucket. I think it was game five or something. 
uh, against the Lakers and LeBron switched on to him and then he got stopped pretty badly but otherwise otherwise like uh, then he, he had like three turnovers and 0 for 6 or something like that otherwise he was unstoppable well cuz um right now the Mavericks are on track to play the Suns and honestly I can see the Suns losing to the Mavericks them, yeah. Hon- yeah honestly the, the Mavericks might be better than a lot of these teams right now because the Nuggets don't have Murray um the Suns the like a bunch of potential upsets waiting to happen like if the you Warriors, like the Warriors are also like Lurking. The, the Warriors could play the Jazz in the first the round. Which, no. They're, they're the ninth seed right now, but I don't know. No, I don't think the Warriors can beat anyone. I don't I'm just saying like they're they're like I, I don't know. I feel like if Curry play if Curry's there like against the Suns, like you never know. But he'd, ha- he'd have to do it. Like, like if you look at the games now, they're not beating these teams by a lot. They're winning these are closed games until like the last minute or so when he'll hit another three or two. They lost to the Celtics and all that. So Wait, did, did, did Wiseman tear his ACL? Who? Did James Wiseman tear his ACL? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think they actually right because their their team like they've had a lot of injuries. They really only have Curry Wiggins. Their team isn't good enough. Like, that are, like for them to win, yeah. Steph Curry would have to play like at an all time great level. He sort of he almost is playing at an all time great level, but like he'd have to be at the undisputed. Well, he'd have to average like forty five points per game on like sixty percent shooting or something like that. What do you think about uh, Nets Heat first round? Nets Heat first round. Uh, like let's say let let let's say like one of those Nets guys or two of those Nets guys are injured. Like I think it's now that you bring that up, it's possible the Nets could like lose in the first round or something. Yeah, if their if their players are like injured, like and they exactly. same with the Lakers. Like if the Lakers if the Lakers guys don't come back. Exactly, exactly. If one of those guys is still injured and they don't have the time to come back. And maybe they feel okay. The first round isn't our match. It won't be as bad as the, won't be as good as the second or third round. So we'll just rest the guys. Like there's like, and if like a sleeper team like the Heat or like the Hawks or someone shows up, there's a chance they could also. The Celtics are also like in that range. It's like if the Celtics and the Heat play in the first round, that's a really tough matchup. Even though, like, because like they're they're like really they're like really good teams. Like even though they're like that low, you know what I mean? Like. Especially if Kemba Walker comes to play. I mean, he hasn't really done that that much this season, but it's really been brought into them. But yeah. I feel like if if the Nets didn't have James Harden, this would have been one of the most fun playoffs of all time. Maybe, but I mean, there's so many teams that can do upsets and have legitimate chances to win the title and all that. Like, like yeah, but see, with all these injuries, it could still be that. Like honestly, like from a like from an NBA fan perspective, like you you'd want the Lakers pe- people to be injured because you want to. contenders are there? I'm not saying bona fide contenders, but how many of the contenders that you wouldn't be like completely shocked if they won the title? So the Jazz are the yes. best team in the NBA. The Suns mm-hmm. are the second best team in the NBA. The Clippers. I think the Clippers are the third seed. Clippers were the favorites from last year. Fourth year, the Nuggets. They just made it to the Western Conference Finals. They had the MVP. Fifth seed is the Lakers. They just won the championship. I think the sixth seed would be the Mavericks, right? I mean, Trailblazers, but I don't really think they're that. Yeah, like, they're not contenders. The sixth seed is the Mavericks. I don't see them winning a title, but I can see them making some upsets. Look up, look up, played so good in last year. Like he almost won the series by himself. Like in that series, exactly. he was so good. And then uh, I think if you then if you go to the that's what five that's six contenders. I think 
So if you go to the east, you have the Nets, they're the favorites. I think you have the 76ers because they have an MVP candidate and they're the best team. You have the Celtics, Brown and Tatum. You have the Heat because the Heat are good. The Bucks, who have Giannis, that's five there. And I I don't know if I'm missing someone. I don't think I'm missing anyone. I mean, I don't think the Hawks are that good. Yeah, not the Hawks. So that's 11 contenders. So if a third of the teams have legitimate chances to win the title, how fun would that be? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, but yeah, go back a few years. Oh, like, I guess, by the way, um, isn't there like a play-in game this year? Yeah. Which which seed which seeds are in the play-in game? Is it seventh through tenth? Seven, eight, nine, ten. So so the Mavericks right now are in the play-in. Yeah. Let's say see see in the play-in game like the Warriors are there, right? Let's say let's say Curry just has like two like really really hot games. You don't need two. You only need one. I think it's seven seed versus ten seed, eight seed versus nine seed. Oh, so 18 versus 19 plays for the... Okay, for, so, so let's say the 17 loses, the 18 versus 19 gets the 17. I, I don't know how it works. I, I don't know oh, how it works, but I, I, I know they're only you only have to play one game. It's not a two-game play-in. No, the, the Heat are also the play-in game. Maybe, maybe you have to play two games, but it's one opponent. You don't have to play against uh, two teams. The, the Heat are also in the play-in game, which is really interesting because... They could lose. They, they could lose to like the Bulls or something or the Pacers. I mean, but things I, I, happen a lot in, like, for example, a good good comparison would be in baseball where they have like the wild card, but the wild yeah. card is just one game. It's not like a series, so they have oh. the wild card and then like the normal playoff start. So it's really similar to that. One one thing I don't like about the NBA that much is um they have like full series, but like like so there's barely ever like that many upsets. But in the NFL, like there's just one game, so like. The Chiefs could actually just lose in the division round, like if they have like a bad game. Like, like that's the cool thing about the NFL, where like the best team could just like lose in one game, and it actually creates a lot more suspense for that game and gets you really hyped up. But in the NBA, like unless it's a game seven, like if you lose, you can just move on to the next game. Like if the Bucks lose to the Magic in game one, they can just win the next four. You know, like things like that. But the, I think the series generates a lot more revenue for the league, so. I mean, yeah, from that perspective, it's fun. Series is only fun if the teams are evenly matched. Yeah, yeah. If it's like if it's like one of those like like the Warriors Cavs series from like 2016 or whatever, like one of those series, then like it's really really fun because like it goes to the game seven and that that game is just like super exactly like, insane. If it's like a if it's something that's not evenly matched, like a first round matchup or something. Then no, but the way like the West, for example, is set up, and even in the East with a few of the series, they're like there are teams like they're legitimately interesting first round matchups. Do you remember the Nuggets Jazz series from last yeah, year? Yeah, like where... one of the best playoff series of all time, or maybe not. My colony, my colony, if Chuck had that shot, if it had gone in, that would have been like the greatest shot ever, I think. And if that had gone in, um, the Clippers probably would be in the Western Conference Finals right now, and we could have been looking at a whole different. I mean, I, I think the Lakers might have still beaten them, but I yeah. Think, I think if Mike Conley made that shot, it would have been the greatest shot of all time. What? What's what in that conversation? Because they I were really, down two, yeah, and it was a game seven. So if he misses the shot, they would lose the series. But if he makes the shot, they move on. It was actually a really tough shot too. It wasn't just like an open three pointer. What? Like it was just like a, he just like kind of like chucked it up like from like. No, what happened was they had like a free throw or something. They missed the free throw. They run it up the court. They have like one second. So he just runs as far as fast as he can and then shoots it. 
Yeah, and then Donovan Mitchell is actually open in that play, but I don't think they would have got the pass to him in time. He was like on the right side of the court. Like there was nothing yeah. else. That, that was, I mean, yeah, that was that's pretty tough, but that was a really good series. So I think I think I'm serious. Like the Suns never should go like to that distance. Like where like Luca Luca wins like three games just because of how good he is, and then um, because the Suns like they're a really good team, but Devin Booker and Chris Paul they're both like top twenty players, but none of them are like top ten. You know what I mean? Like they don't have like that superstar. Do you think, do you think the Suns are are pretenders? Like I think the Jazz are pretenders. They remind me far too much of of like the old Raptors teams that that the the, the, the I mean, I say Raptors, I mean LeBronto Raptors, but like I, I think I think the Jazz like I think the Jazz like compared to the one seed, I'd say they're pretenders, but I'd say they're like equivalent to like a third seed, like in terms of their skill level. Like I think, I think Rudy Gobert will get owned by LeBron by Anthony Davis, and Ru- then, Rudy Gobert is still good in the regular season, but in the playoffs, he just like if you've seen him in the last play. two playoff series, yeah. Every, every time in the playoffs, he becomes average to below average. On defense and on offense, he's useless. Like, Dude, do you remember those Rockets series against the Jazz where Harden would just like ISO against Rudy Gobert and he couldn't he, do anything? He becomes useless, but you can't ISO against like Anthony Davis. He's like, that's what they did. That's he's how quicker, they, yeah. He's quicker on his feet, exactly. And yeah, like, they, like, Butler, they, they put him on Jimmy Butler last year when Jimmy Butler was unstoppable, and like he had like seven blocks that game and he held Butler to like four points on like one for eight shooting against him. I think that's why, like. Like if you look at the Heat in the playoffs, like Bam Adebayo, he can, he's actually like a lot better on the perimeter than like, like he brings that perimeter defense also, which is really important. He owned everyone last year. He owned Jokic. He owned the first round guy. He owned the small. Guy. He owned every. He owned. He owned everyone. What are we talking about? I think Anthony Davis owned everyone last year. Oh yeah, yeah. He even even like like I'm just saying like like big men that can also guard the, the like. Like Draymond, big men that can also guard the perimeter are like really, really valuable in, in the playoffs. Because... Best defensive player, or him and LeBron weren't just the best defensive players. He was also like the best offensive player, or among that in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, I like I don't know. If, I I think like when he was on the Pelicans, he had I feel like he had more of an opportunity to like show off his skills because like when he was on the Lakers, like he was just. I don't know. There's something about him to me that he still felt like the second best player, but he wasn't like able to show off his full offense. Yeah, maybe that's why. Like, I mean, yeah, that's probably a good reason. But he did individual peak with the Pelicans, but yeah, exactly. But but like you you could see how good he was when he was playing with LeBron because like that game winner in one of those games, and then was that this season actually? I don't know. What? Or do you have anything? Do you have anything else to add? Um, not really. I think that was a right, then, so good discussion. We'll end this episode right here. So thanks for listening, and uh, catch you next time.